2018 in Europe. Uh, this is the V Expert Daily, a show where we grab a few V experts, talk about yesterday's events, some of today's events, and tomorrow's events, keep you informed and updated on what's happening and how to get you folks into the broader V community. So thanks for joining us. On the panel, we had a great panel today, lots of people today, so I'm gonna let them introduce themselves and we'll go from there. Amit? Great, uh, my name's Amit Panchal, uh, working in the UK. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at AmitPanchal76 and uh, I work for Delhi MC. Great. I'm Athar Beg, uh, A-T-H-E-R-B-E-G, and uh, my uh, uh, Twitter handle is basically my name, Athar Beg. <laughs> I'm a solutions architect uh, at Rackspace in the enterprise uh, solutions architecture team. We expert for many years. We uh, expert NSX as well. Oh, so congratulations! Yeah. Oh, thank you. I've, I've been part of the first class as well. So that's so fantastic for many years now. So quite proud of that. Great. Hey, I'm Gina Rosenthal, or Gina Minx. Confusing, I know, but <laughs> <laughs> my Twitter name is G Minx. I work for VMware. I'm a product marketing manager for vSphere. I spend a lot of time with Dell. I'm super interested in AI. We'll talk about that later. Great, awesome, thanks Gina. Hi, I'm Gareth Edwards. Uh, follow me on Twitter at GarethEdwards86. Um, I've been a V-Expert for a couple of years, and if any of you are interested in becoming a V-Expert, do reach out, as uh, I just found out recently I'm a V-Expert pro, so I'm there to help Congratulations. the community. Thank you. So if any of you got any questions about how to become a V-Expert or, or get involved in the community, do, do reach out and I'll happily mentor you along the way. Uh, and I can't believe there's 85 uh, other of you. You said there you're, is, you're Gar Gareth Edwards 86, 86 right? Yeah, that's wow. There's a lot of people out there. <laughs> I think there's less than 20, isn't there, for the VXBook Pro. There's not many right, of us out right. there. So uh, again, but we're out there. We want to get out there, involve the community, grab people. Um, again, I've had a few people approach me Great. to say, well, how, how do I get started? Just do, do feel free to reach out. And before, yeah, maybe we'll touch on, so I, I think some of the audience might not be familiar with uh, VExpert Pro program, as well as uh, the different uh, specialties like the NSX. So we'll touch on that, get you folks informed on that so you can get involved and join the community. So with that, I wanted to just start, because I know um, yesterday we had a few announcements. And I want to just get your, your take on yesterday's announcements, the big one being Heptio and what your thoughts are, um, anything come to mind on that? No, I thought it was a great announcement. I'm excited. I'm excited for the folks that are there to be part of VMware again, especially being at VMware. Right. I think it was a great announcement. Hmm. So yeah, I just thought, so Heptio is showing VMware's focus on cloud native a lot more now. Um, obviously, the Kubernetes ecosystem is growing a lot. So embedding that within the organization and growing it out and realizing the potential of that orchestration layer and taking it to like new places, I think that's going to be like a game changer. In the next year, we're going to see a lot of integration points, as usual, with a go-to-market. And it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be phenomenal for growth in that cloud native space right. at the end of the day. Any thoughts? So yeah, I think it's great. Um, it, I'll probably segue into another one, but it's great seeing that enterprise container ready state. You know, we've got the AI stuff out there. And um, it's, for me, it's interesting because you can do a lot of IoT edge with that Kubernetes. Ah, okay. And then you've, so you, you process data, spin up your containers, process it, spit it out, mm. but you don't take all that raw data with you. Mm. And again, the sneaky announcement for me was the, uh, the Raspberry Pis on 
ASXi and Raspberry Pis is that well if you could combine the two, you've got HA little container out there that could be a really cool use case for, for certain applications. I just wanna another announcement I thought was really good yep. was that there's a beta now for Project Dimension. Mm. So oh, talking about the right. edge and all the rest right. of it. So if you want to test it out and check it out, you're able to do it now, which I think is kinda cool. Yeah. yeah. I was just gonna say Project Concord too, right? So that that was uh, around the blockchain use case right. and um, right. you know obviously I think VMware's still finding their feet with that and that's very much a work in progress but the the demonstrations I saw yesterday that their partners have delivered using VMware's open source code for blockchain, right. it's going to be a real enterprise grade, secure, auditable enterprise class blockchain, right? right? And no one's yet really done that in earnest. So it's going to be interesting how that evolves over time. Right. And do, do sorry, before you, you start, Arthur, do any of you today do anything with containers? Like, are you into containers, Kubernetes at the moment? So myself personally, I don't do anything with containers. I know a lot of my customers are dabbling yeah. and not really got anything in production yet, but it's of interest, right? right. To all the kind of DevOps folk right. and all the developers. So, so yeah. yeah. And I think, I don't do a lot with containers, because of course I'm a product marketer, right. so right. I right. talk to a lot of people. Um, and I think that story, as it's developing for VMware, is really incredible. Um, a lot of the stuff I do with machine learning, yeah. and deep learning, and AI, traditionally HPC types of uh, environments have been all bare metal, completely can virtualize those. But folks doing and running those kind of jobs, yep. machine learning, deep learning, are running them via containers. Okay. Um, and it's interesting to start talking to those folks, well, if you pair that with vSphere, Containers are inherent, inherently without all of these management systems around them, which is why the announcement yesterday was so exciting and pivotal, why it's so important. But um, all bare metal, not having that, it's inherently insecure, very hard to manage. So pairing that with vSphere, which is what all of these things do, um, brings the manageability and the security to a container platform where you're able to have a cloud-like environment, yeah. a true private cloud on-prem. So. Yeah, right. I think, I just wanted to add that uh, I'm very interested in uh, containers, but also yeah. Kubernetes in general, right? Because uh, multi-cloud is becoming more and more prevalent, and the mobility between the clouds yeah. is very important. And Kubernetes provides that. But also, getting more interest into, uh, say, mechanisms like service mesh, Istio, um, because a lot of developers had these issues with, okay, when they're developing the application, you also think about. Uh, oh, how I'm going to provide uh, monitoring into that, how I'm going to uh, provide authentication, all those kind of things. Taking that away from the developer and moving it to a service mesh, which can then uh, be multi-platform. Right. So, so it's not just VMware, actually. Right. You can have hosted anywhere, mm -hmm. and it uh, it has agents for all of right. it. And that takes away that, that, that extra baggage that uh, yeah. the application has to uh, carry. So yeah, that, those kind of um, uh, technologies, VMware is also getting into them, yeah. and that's a very exciting prospect, I think. Curious to, I'm curious to ask the panel here, and, and maybe the audience might might be curious, but what I'm hearing from 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 you folks is the sort of the traditional IT sysadmin architect role might be changing slightly. Do, would you agree with that? I mean, with the introduction of like the containers, Kubernetes, and all this, the cloud native you mentioned earlier. I mean, a few buzzwords here, but I think we all get the gist of it. Do you see like the role changing a bit? 
Yeah, yeah, I, I can hit that straight on the head. Um, it was actually one of the talks I did yesterday and doing in today all about Terraform. I'm finding more, I'm doing more in inverted brackets DevOps right. style sysadmin these days. I'm writing stuff as code, infrastructure as code. Um, we're saying then about containers. You know, right. we're, we're already looking at decoupling our apps okay. for scale. So, you know, how do we look at those apps and break those apart? Can we scale our database? Can we scale the app? Can we scale the web tier? So, it's, you know, for me, it's very interesting times because you, we, we all grew up in the age of you deployed a server, you know, <laughs> even with, I'm going to use probably a bad word here and show my age, Alteris back in the day, you know, proper infrastructure as code. That's what infrastructure as code was to me is building a physical blade that I slotted in and built it from the ground up. And this yeah. is just taking it that one step further and, and adding that decoupling to a cloud or you know, your, your data center. So it's quite interesting for me. I think one of the things that has to happen, especially when you think about the data, the data is going to be, the data gravity is real. So we're trying to figure out how do we move compute to the data. We have to do that by doing the scale out and writing this code and being very, very composable and being able to stretch it across clouds and every place else. And we, I think right now, because of the whole the hype around DevOps, we think of that as being developers. But I mean, I was a sysadmin. I wrote Kickstart servers and Jumpstart servers. Right. I wrote the code for all of that for it to be automated. That was my automation back in the day, so I'm right. definitely aging right. myself. <laughs> but right, but like we've always yeah. done that as sysadmins. But the other thing is, is we also know how important protecting the data is. Yeah. How important being able to audit the data mm, is. Mm. All of this is important. Mm. So now we're we're getting to this place where, okay, we're going to make this platform that the developers can go and develop the applications on, but we're going to make sure that that data stays secure. We're able to bring it back if something happens. We're able to do all of the things that make the platform available all the time for the developers. I think it's just a transformation of what we've always done. And I wish I had these tools, you know, back when I was yeah. a system. Yeah. It's so much yeah. nicer. <laughs> and I think, you know, the, the new paradigm of having all these control mechanisms and the ecosystems growing with more, say, service mesh that I was talking about, that taking away that pain that the developer has to be able, infrastructure is not their world. They right. are developers, right? Right. They need to focus on that. And you move all those operational responsibilities to the operation guys. Uh, and these kind of um, clearly defined definitions and that what they need to do development of those tools are becoming prevalent uh, is, is absolutely wonderful, I think. Good, good. And I, and I did you have anything to add? No, 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 oh, good. Uh, that's all right. That's all right. And I know just to switch switch uh, channels here for a minute, I know, Arthur, you, you were on a uh, NSX. Uh, NSX briefing this morning, can you, yes. Can yes. you share with folks uh, actually, a little bit yeah, about it? That, that was uh, very interesting because um, you know that Velo Cloud has just been acquired by VMware and uh, SD-WAN, um, you know, software-defined networking. Uh, if you translate, uh, translate that into a WAN environment, that becomes SD-WAN, right? And VeloCloud is, is one the, the leader of it. Um, one of the problems uh, that has been always been there in traditional environments is, as you know, that uh, lease lines and MPLS uh, was is used to, to connect remote environments. Yeah. Um, and it's very difficult to, you know, um, manage those or deploy infrastructure into those remote branch offices. And with uh, audio, video conferencing, and all those kinds of things, the networks are not built for that, or weren't built for that. And they're very static, difficult yeah. to implement. What ValueCloud, uh, or NSX SD-WAN, for example, does is to have all these channels, be it LTE, or internet, or anything, 
that actually provides you with that background and transport agnostic, which basically means that you, you can utilize all those channels to transfer your tra uh, traffic. So the briefing was about that. Right. Um, I would say that you know if you're not familiar with that technology, you should get on, uh, have a look, because uh, that's an absolutely brilliant product. It, it will change quite a lot of things. Right. Uh, make um, connectivity basically ubiquitous and reliable right. using many channels. Did you want to uh, touch on also that you're doing a NSX, uh, and I might have this wrong, a, uh, NSX roving reporter. Roving reporter. Today Maybe explain am, to the folks what that is. I am uh, an NSX uh, roving reporter today. <laughs> um, if you are around at VMworld, uh, find the VMTN, VMN code booth. This is the orange booth. Go to the end, to the end of it. Next to the tech confessions booth, we'll be there. Uh, if we need, if you have a few minutes, three, five, seven minute right. chat about NSX security, I'll be there and I'll be happy to speak to you about that. Right, great way to great way to, to learn more, get more involved with NSX in particular. Any other? I just wanted to open it up to the rest of the group. Any other activities that you participated in yesterday, today, that maybe some of the folks here didn't know was happening? Um, uh, I think a lot of people missed um, uh, a really good session that me and Gareth were at yesterday on artificial intelligence. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and that was hosted uh, by Joe Bagley and Professor Brian Cox. And that explored the real visionary things that are out there, like in the next 20 to 50 years, perhaps maybe even longer. Right. Um, but that was it, it was very eye-opening. Gets away from infrastructure and technology, but applies how we're going to do more automation, what we can't automate, what we can. How are human-machine partnerships going to be created, and not necessarily be an autonomous driver in one camp or another? Eye-opening stuff, very, very cool, yeah. So, I, speaking of that, <laughs> I have a session tomorrow. It's at 9 o'clock in the morning. It'll be worth it. You should come. It's about AI from the perspective of what is AI? Is it hype? Is it a bunch of marketing mm, nonsense? Mm. What is it? What you should you pay attention to as an enterprise architect? What you should you listen to? Because there are definitely things you can do with vSphere to help your organizations out if they're trying to get into AI, machine learning, deep learning, HPC, any of that. So yeah. we'd love to talk to you about it. I, I would like to mention one more thing um, in the sense that, you know the VMTN, VMware code booth? Yes. Orange booth. If you are at VMware watching this, come to that. Bloggers table is here. That's right. always the best place to come meet people. All V experts are always happy, yeah. or other people. Bloggers. You don't need to be a blogger, right? You, you don't can, need to be a blogger. Be, yeah. right. Just come over, say hi. Everyone is very happy to meet you all uh, and have a chat. So, so do that. Uh, Great. While you're here. Good. Good point. Did, did you want to add anything? Yeah, yeah. Just to kind of add on from these guys is, um, you know, I'd certainly say rewatch. I hope they recorded it. Yeah. It's definitely worth watching. But it was that that bit where again that assumption of AI and what levels of AI there are. The, the, you know, the, the learning AI and how does it understand intelligence when they said, well, we could send a, a rocket out for, is it 100 years? They reckon yeah. it would be the closest one to get 100 galaxy. years to get to. Yeah. But by that point, how far has AI and compute and everything come on mm. in that time and how can it distinguish intelligence? And then you suddenly think, wow, <laughs> well, actually, that's right. And then again, we're, we're talking about containers and things like that. Is that, is that what we'll be running on this thing that would ensure that it's it would be living will have its own intelligence in a hundred years, yeah, and how would right. that evolve in its own right? So again, it was it was quite eye-opening, quite different. Um, but yeah, it's certainly well worth to watch. And 
And, and these are terms, again, going back to my earlier point, that I don't think maybe three to five years ago as IT architects, infrastructure people, we really had to deal with, right? We, yeah. were, we were more worried, all of us here in the audience, we were worried more about upgrades and um, patches. Now, now we're throwing out terms like AI. It's like, whoa, we, you know, yeah. machine learning, oh, wow. Yeah, machine learning, deep learning. And, and the thing to use as a stereotypical IT admin is probably, oh, they just want a massive, great machine, or how much is that going to damage a credit card? Yeah. And actually, it, it, sometimes it isn't. It's, it's about that pure compute, maybe in seconds, and that's all it is. So a couple of things. One thing that I think is crazy, so talking to, so I was an HPC admin mm -hmm. back in the day. It was one of the things I did. Um, no virtualization at the time. Um, so now I'm talking to these people that are IT admins that are doing all of this work with deep learning. They've never heard of, they've never really worked with vSphere, and the fact that we can vMotion VMs that have virtual GPUs attached to them, they've never seen vMotion. So think of being able to talk to somebody that's never yeah. seen that before, and it's it's crazy. And then get to the point where, you know, you were talking that we, we are still have to be worried about the platform and the yeah. versions and everything yeah. else. But I mean, I think it's kind of cool that my platform, the product I work on vSphere, you think about vSphere Platinum, tying together a SaaS application with vSphere for security is, who would have ever thought that VMware would do something like that, right? Yeah. Exciting times ahead, that's for sure. Um, I wanted to give you folks an opportunity. Uh, yesterday, the panel, I gave them an opportunity to share with the audience and the viewers on, you know, are, are there ways that folks can get connected and involved in the virtual community, the V community, as we, you know, call it on Twitter, hashtag V community. Uh, you know, are there ways that people here can get more involved, uh, not only here at the show, but even beyond the show? Um, I just wanted to give you guys an opportunity to speak to that and maybe shed some light on that. Yeah, I can uh, say that my personally, I've been blogging for about almost a decade now. That's how you normally get into it. And many people think that, you know, whatever problem I've had is probably small enough and not worth sharing. As you have problems, you just uh, take screenshots, just make notes, that automatically creates a great blog post. And don't think that nobody will have their problem. If you had the problem, everyone else yes, maybe. Yes, that's the key. Have that problem, right? <laughs> yeah. Just share it, and yeah. if nothing else, it'll be your point of view. Yeah. Um, you can do, you can have a chain of blogs, and you don't just have to be a blogger. You can do podcasts, you right. can get involved in community chats, have a chat at the blogger's table, get yep. yourself introduced. There are many ways of you know sharing your knowledge. Um, do that um, because uh, the community needs you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, again, the great thing for the blog table is, is sticker swap. Right. If you have a brand, or that's how we now kind of the terminology. Just, just go up, steal some stickers, and ask questions about it. Um, like as you said, podcasting. I think that's where three of us have now really kind of evolved. Is we're part of a podcast, the Open Tech Cast, so do come grab us, we don't bite, and we just want to hear what people have to say. You know, we, we like putting a fun spin on it, we're not serious, but that is another great way of getting your message out there now. It doesn't have to be written, you can do a video blog or a, or a podcast, you know, just get even a snippet of audio out there or a few shots from around the show and right. feedback your thoughts, you know, that, that's where it can start now. Yeah, that's a great point. I, uh, I did a short blog on how to make friends at a conference and one of the easiest things, because you don't want to be alone at a conference of 13,000 or 20,000 people. You know, this is the V community. We're all here for, uh, for one another. Uh, one of the easy ways is just to get, get some stickers done and just start sharing them at the, at the bloggers table and you'll be surprised at how many people, how many conversations get started 
just by sharing stickers and, and you know, somebody commenting on how cool yours looks, etc., etc. Um, just a simple little thing to do that um, she consider it. So one thing I'd say in this is from being from a vendor, being from VMware, go to the booths. I'm a product marketer, but I'm not your average product marketer, obviously, and all of my colleagues are the same way. We know our products really, really well. If you have a question about anything to do with these here, go to the booth because there's product marketers and there's also product managers. If you have something specific about a product, there's somebody probably that owns that product from a VMware point of view that can answer your question or we'll get back to you. Um, I'm also in the Dell booth helping out, so like, just go, the, the, we send either, uh, usually for this show, it's a lot of people from the field in EMEA that we have here manning the booth. So just go up, just don't grab the swag, ask somebody a question, um, and, and talk to people. Just if you're in a session or eating lunch, introduce yourself. And it's, it's kind of weird and hard at first, and I'm really outgoing, so this might be bad advice for everybody else, but like, just smile and say hi and, and meet somebody, even if it's just hi. That little bit of connection is great. Um, and my DMs are open, not everybody's are. Um, I'm on the road for the next two weeks, so if I don't get back to you, it's not because I'm being rude, but like, just reach out. If you have a question about anything anybody writes or says or does, ask them. We're all here yeah. together. Let's figure it out. Yeah. And you said after the conference, right? So this is yeah. this is what we talked about during the conference just now, but I think there's there's a there's a should be a good onus for people to go to these meetups, chapter meetings, national meetings, right. all that kind of thing. And I was talking to I was talking to some VMware users yesterday at an event, and they'd never go to any VMugs at all. And I said, why is that? And they just they just didn't see it of value. So it's surprising that there is still a lot of customers out there that don't think it's going to bring them value, and it brings value instantly the first time you go. So go to your local VMUG, go to tech meetups, right. because there are like hundreds and thousands focused on specific niches right. that you're interested in. Right. So yeah. I have a quick shameless plug oh, to no. do. Right. <laughs> Open Techcast. Yeah. Uh, we and um, Alex and Kev, uh, we do Open Techcast. So when we go to events, we so that's do a podcast. That's so a podcast. That's a podcast. So these, these three folks do a podcast right. weekly, right? Or yeah. we or you try. To, you try, try weekly. Try. <laughs> uh, at least monthly. Yeah. But, but also when we go to events like this, right. we normally find uh, opportunities to interview people. Yeah. So those are special episodes of ours, and we have uh, short sessions of right. chat. So again, next to the where we'll be doing tech conventions and NSX roaming reporter, right. we'll probably camp out there at some point, yep. uh, or just find one of us yep. and just set up a time when we can have a chat. Yeah, yeah, that's a great opportunity to get involved, folks, is to jump on the uh, Open Tech podcast. Great, great, <laughs> <laughs> great way to get involved. I will, uh, if we're talking about podcasts, uh, I will also um, plug, uh, I, I run the Nutanix community podcast, so another uh, way to get, uh, get involved and sort of broaden the, your, your view uh, on, on, on the on the V V community. Um, Wait, unplug my podcast. Yes, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. We all got podcasts. <laughs> I do Wide World of Tech with James Honey and Kanye, and we talk uh, right. so a lot about uh, more of the, the professional social issues with tech, and a lot about sports. A lot. Okay, sports. great, great. So hopefully, I'll just add on to all that. Is um, the one thing I always say is there is never a stupid question going to yours. Or even to us, you know, come, come ask us a question. We don't bite. And even last night, I asked what I thought was a stupid question to uh, a few of the guys at the UKMI 
party and it actually inspired them. They've already gone off to speak back to the BU to go, that is such a cool idea to try. And I thought, well, actually, I'm not being stupid. It is someone else out there think that's a good idea. You know, do go ask your product managers what you think. I think, as I said, is it here? It begins with you. Possible begins with you. And unless someone comes up with that idea, it's not going to be out there. Right. Yeah, great point. And I know we touched on it earlier, we'll go back to it, but uh, we, you mentioned earlier that uh, you're a V-Expert Pro. Yeah. So maybe for the folks that um, don't know what that is, because I think that's new, maybe just to give them, give them a summary of what it is. So what it is, is it's um, basically they've chosen a few people in the community to hopefully evangelize what the V-Expert program is. Um, and it's kind of one of those things where they've seen people kind of grow from the program. Um, you know, again, Val, he's sat at the back, no one can Val's see him. Val's in the back, yeah. Um, I, I know myself and him, we, you know, if you saw the tenure, me 10 years ago, as these guys know, I would never be stood here. I'd be somewhere hiding over there, probably not talking to anyone, staring at my coffee. And that's the power of the VXP program, the V community, is it, it gets you out your shell. You learn that actually, I think the epiphany moment for me stood doing one of my first talks at the deep end was actually this is a group of people who want to hear me talk. They are sat here because they want to hear what I have to say. And right. it's getting sometimes over that mental barrier. But you know, we're all here for each other. And right. you know, there is so much support. Um, and again, without shameless plug, virtual design master. Right. Um, right. You know, really a lot of plugs in this show. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, that that was the true essence of the expert and the community. Right. I could go on that forum and go, I'm not quite sure how this works. Can someone just guide me a, a helping hand? And that's that's what I want to do with the expert program is go right. out there, help those people. You know, even even if it's presentation skills or personal yeah. skills. You know, that is the whole thing. Great. That's what we want to give back is, you know, is it opening a conversation, yeah. anything like that, you know. Great. Um, I do have a, a specific email address. Is It's actually Gareth at vexpert.pro. So if you have any questions, pop it in there. It helps me flag my emails. Sure. So that's great. Um, so with that, we're going to wrap it up for this morning. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we can all be found on Twitter. I encourage you to, to you know, if you see us in the halls, just to... to come by, say hi, or we may come by and say hi first. So with that, thank you very much and enjoy the rest of the day.